and that will be good enough for me <laughs> because that's all I can afford to do. Or we can make a podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the No One Asks podcast. Hello. Hi. We're back again for another week, another round of fun. Yeah. We're still not sick of it yet. Not yet. Still I, it's shocking. <laughs> I am a little surprised. We've been committed to this. Yes. It's shocking that something like this has held my attention for this long. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very surprising, very odd term of events. However. Anyway, we have our topic. And our topic today, we're going to be talking a little about college and how college has been for us, as well as some of our expectations both realistic and unrealistic um yeah yeah and we're i think pretty qualified at this point to talk about college we're almost done with college yeah we're actually which makes me nauseous and scared and actually makes me want to crawl into a hole and be buried see i really don't want to think about it i don't either so we're just going to preface this with we're old and we have we've been around the block now Would you like to start with what we were going to discuss first? Well, I think the first thing to consider is um, basically like what college you're going to. Because like, obviously, your expectations for each college are going to be different. Yes. Like my expectations for Marquette were, would be different than my expectations for Carthage. Yes. You know? I was going to say, should we share the two schools we were between? Yeah. Because mine were super different. Like, really, really different. Mine were kind of different, but, like, I – obviously, we go to Marquette. (laughs) Um, I did not want to go to Marquette at all for a (laughs) while. I don't know if it was the religious aspect that made me a little nervy. President Lovell's crying in his office. (laughs) Or what it was, but I just wasn't really feeling Marquette, and my number one school was actually Carthage – which is also in Wisconsin. Ew. It's, it was a very pretty campus, but it's a very, very small college. It is. And so looking back now, I think I would have been miserable there. But <laughs> at the time, I was like, oh, like, it's really pretty. And honestly, too, I wasn't sure if I wanted a big college. So I was like, oh, like a small college, like that seems fine. But then my aunt was the one who was like – um please just look at Marquette. Like, you don't need to go there. You don't need to like it. But, like, just give it a chance to, like, at least explore it. And so then I came and I toured Marquette, and I loved it. And now I'm here. Very nice. Yep. Um, For me, my two top schools couldn't be more different. Actually, all the schools – I applied to five schools, and I feel like they were all pretty different. The only thing they really had in common was they were all in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. Don't know why I – that was a good idea, but whatever. Um, but my two top schools were obviously Marquette and then Illinois State. And Illinois State, if you don't know, is a huge party, huge party school. Yeah. Um, and it's really big for our major, which was kind of like the main reason I was really looking at it. But I was kind of, I think, I had this realization as a student. I was like. I'll probably definitely get into ISU. Like, I feel pretty confident about getting to ISU. 
but I wasn't sure if I would get into Marquette or not. Mm-hmm. So when I got into Marquette, then I actually started like considering Marquette more so. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. But my two top choices were very different. I think the most, the weirdest school that I applied to and got in and that for some reason I actually like considered it. I think it was honestly because they offered me like a pretty good scholarship. It was um, Kentucky. Oh. (laughs) And like Louisville or how do you say it? Louisville? No, it's not Louisville. It's like... Louisville, Kentucky. No, that's not how it's pronounced. It's pronounced like Louisville or like Louisville. Louisville. Like that's literally how they say it. Like that's how you're supposed to say it. It's not okay, Louisville. It's Louisville. No, it's not. In Illinois, it is. It's <laughs> like barely a state anyway. <laughs> they were in the Confederacy. They don't count. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine if I had gone there though? No. Like I, that was one that I actually got into and was like, oh maybe that's not very. That I feel like you wouldn't like. I wouldn't. It's a big party school tale. I think they wouldn't like me. But that's my own stereotype against yeah. that school. Yeah. No. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I remember when I was telling people that I was deciding between, you know, ISU and Marquette, mm-hmm. that they were like, oh, wow, those are very different options. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Because if you don't know, Illinois State is – Southern Illinois in normal Illinois, so it's pretty south. Um, whereas Marquette's in Milwaukee, which is like a small city. Mm-hmm. Um, also, ISU has like forty thousand people. Marquette has like I think at tops fourteen thousand. And at Marquette, my major is like our major is like one of the smallest colleges, and yeah. at ISU, it's like one of their biggest. So I did not know that. Yeah, it's very very different. Yeah. But obviously, I'm having a ball. What was, was there any, because I didn't know so much about the stereotypes that these colleges had. So um, what would you say Marquette's stereotype was? I feel like I came into Marquette with this stereotype kind of similar to like SLU and Dayton. Um, they kind of have the stereotype at my school that it's like going to high school again. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Which, um, I don't know. I haven't really felt that. A lot of people from my high school do go here, but I don't really see them super often. Oh, did they say that because a lot of kids from your high school would go here? Well, that, and it's also just like a small Catholic school. Oh, see, I I forget you went. Yeah. So I was like, they always said, it was like, oh, it's like St. Francis all over again. Like, yeah. Um, and... So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. I was like, not that I disliked high school, but I was like, I don't know if I want to do that again. But honestly, I would kind of disagree just because, like I said, I like know people who go here for my high school and we really don't see each other, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have like friends that really have no connection to my hometown life. So yeah. I don't know. That was the stereotype I came into Marquette with. See, for me coming into Marquette, I think because when I toured it, the fact that it's also like in a city, but then also like, I don't know, like I had my first time touring it, it to me, like just felt so much bigger than it was. Oh, totally. So like, I had the impression that like I was just going to be walking back and forth between campus and like having no idea where anything was for the longest time and like 
the fact that every time I walk to school or to class or go somewhere, like I'm not going to recognize the people I'm walking past, which is so untrue. I feel like every time I go somewhere, like I at least recognize like five people. Yeah. Marquette's like small enough that it's like that. Even if like you don't know them. It's honestly very similar, not to my high school, but to my hometown, where it's like, it seems like everybody knows each other through like mutual people. So I'm like, and I like, I like that about my hometown to some extent. To some extent, I don't like it. Well, I like it here because it's like, to some degree, you know a lot of the people that you pass, but at the same time, you're still walking by people that you've never seen before. Yeah, definitely. You know? Um, I'm trying to think of the stereotype that I had for ISU. I think ISU, I was thinking the was ISU to me, me was the one that sounded like it's just high school all over again. Because so <laughs> many kids from my high school were planning on going there. Oh, I was really? like, I don't want to go there. Yeah, no. Um, I think the route that you take if you are an ISU student, and this is just based off of my assumption. I don't know if this is true or not, but like you kind of the college like I guess like life plan the college plan that you have when you're there is like kind of more like set like okay you go there you join a sorority you study your major for four years and you party and like blah 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 blah. so it's like yeah I think it was it was more of a typical call typical college experience whereas I feel like here it's like a little bit different especially because like like state schools like that, like a huge thing is Greek life. And like, we don't even rush till second semester. So you already have your friends, yeah. you know? Yeah. So going off of that idea of sororities and I think they come with a certain set of expectations too. Like you expect like, Oh, like I'm going to meet my best friends and like, I'm yeah, gonna I would party all the time with my sisters. And like, I also blah, blah, blah. feel like too, it's so interesting here in Marquette because I feel like, I obviously don't know what other schools Greek life is like, but I have heard some things and I feel like Greek life, at least how it's portrayed in like the media and stuff like that. And like your kind of idea going into it, what it's going to be like. I feel like it's just very different at Marquette because here, like it's a lot smaller. Mm -hmm. And so like, I don't know. I feel like I kind of like our Greek life because like, I feel like there isn't, so much like expectation to yeah. necessarily like, be or look a certain way. It's, yeah. I feel like we spend the sororities here since there's just so few and it's like almost like not as big of a deal for like, like there's a lot of people who don't join, you know, like yeah, it's, it's not like a school where like, Oh, I need a rush, you know? And so like, I think like basically I don't know how to phrase this, but I feel like the sororities then spend more time focusing on like, um, like giving back to the community or like their philanthropies yeah. versus so much like making themselves look good. Yeah. I think there's a lot less pressure here too, because yeah. it's like there are only so many you can be in. It's not like the actual recruitment process. It's like, yeah, is exhausting, but it's like at some schools, like you'll see like 10 sororities in <laughs> yeah. because there's so many. And like, I think that kind of sets a precedent for how like Greek life is here. But I think just, like, going into recruitment with the idea of, like, oh, um, like, this is, like, where I'm going to meet my bridesmaids type thing. Like, you kind of have that expectation floating in your head, Mm -hmm. being like, oh, my God, like, this is where I'm going to, like, meet my sisters, like, blah, 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 blah. We're going to, like, do this, this, and this together and, like, 
have bidet and it's like whatever. Spoiler alert, bidet is the most awkward thing I've ever experienced as a new member. Bidet is for the active members. I've said it once and I'll say it again. I didn't think bidet was that bad. But you, let me explain. (laughs) When I went through recruitment, I knew nobody in my sorority. So I show up on bid day. I'm like, who are these bitches? (laughs) Like, literally, who is anybody here? Because I don't know. You at least had all of our friends in Kappa Delta already. You had friends through Mardi Gras in Kappa Delta already. Not the same scenario. (laughs) I think my least favorite thing about bid day is that it's obviously at the end of recruitment week. So I'm literally so exhausted that like it was fun. Like it was fun, but like at the same time, like the whole, not the whole time, but like in the back of my head, I was like, I want to go to bed. And literally the second bid day like ended, I think it for us, it ended at like three or something. I like went back home and literally just like changed in my pajamas. And I think I slept for like four hours, like I knocked out. Yeah, no. I rushed later, obviously, than some of my other friends because I waited till the next year, sophomore year versus freshman year. And that's because I wasn't going to rush at all (laughs) Um, because I think, like, well, I'm, like, first generation, so, like, my parents, none of them had any experience with Greek life. Um, My family members that had, my kind of, like, extended family members that had gone to college, like, they weren't a part of Greek life, so they couldn't really tell me anything either. So basically all of my ideas of it was kind of based off like the things I've heard and stuff like that, which is kind of like a lot of the stereotypes around sororities yeah. so that it's like basic bitches, you know? Like, that it's and like also just like mean girls. Mean girls, like really preppy and like you need to look and act and talk a certain way. And I was like, that's not me. And so I was like, I just don't think I'm going to be a part of that. And honestly, the way, like, recruitment was kind of described to me, I was, like, absolutely not. Like, talking and meeting new people for, like, five days or, like, seven days. I think it's – because it isn't, like, a whole week. Mm. Anyway. Oh, at least it's five days. a whole week. Yeah. It's five days and then Of just day. constant socializing and talking. And I was, like, that just doesn't sound like for me. And so I kind of had, like, a negative view of so- sororities. And then, obviously, my friends rushed. Like, Christine went through recruitment freshman year. And I think I just saw how – and they would talk about their sororities and, like, um, things that they did with their sisters and, like, how it helped him, like, get involved and stuff like that and, like, the more positive side of it. And then I was like, oh, like, that actually sounds really cool. Maybe I will give it a shot. And I did. And I really like my sorority. I'm glad. You know, but I think that was like kind of a huge thing because I think I like went into college thinking I wanted to join a sorority. Really? Yeah. Why does that surprise you? I don't know. Just because like I was so against sororities. Oh. Well, I (laughs) I was like, I literally was like. Well, my cousin was in one and she seemed like she liked it. And, And either, even if like. I don't think she even really mentioned it that much, but I thought my cousin was so cool that I was like, oh my God, I need to. Oh, uh, that's fair. That's um, but I was like, I feel like I had a certain set of expectations just based on like social media. Like you always hear like 
hazing stories that come out of like um what's it called out of like big state schools oh true like really bad ones yeah. luckily that does not happen here yeah that would be terrible and the worst um <laughs> but i think that kind of like makes you a little bit scared yeah. you know along with like of course like every sorority has like different rituals so, like once you do like go home to your sorority then you have like your initiation and there's like different types of rituals that come with like being a new member that you're like mm-hmm. what the hell is going on Some this is a cult weird. yeah this is they were i thought they were joking but they no weren't. yeah there were some moments where i like wanted to laugh so i was like oh my god yeah i would recommend joining a sorority because i think it's a really good way to get involved i agree i think um i've definitely I, met more people yes I agree. I've met more people. I'm obviously living in our house this year, and I really like it. Um, and I got to take on – I'm on, like, our e-board, so it's given me, like, a chance to, like, do something kind of, like, out of my comfort zone in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's given me a nice opportunity to be a leader in the chapter, which was really cool. And now I'm more comfortable, like, taking other leadership positions, which is – fun as well mm-hmm. so i would recommend if you um are able to so we're gonna segue a little bit yeah and so because talking about sororities made me think of this um they do be expensive though they do be a little <laughs> pricey especially that first year though and honestly being in college in general <laughs> do a be a little pricey, pricey. <laughs> we do be a little poor too yeah um i think I think coming, that was one of my unrealistic expectations coming into college was that I obviously knew, I I knew it was going to be expensive. Like I knew I was going to be low on money, but But I didn't realize you think that you're going to, you just assume you'll be fine. Yeah. I didn't realize how much financial responsibility I would have. Yes. Um, Because I feel like, especially when you're a freshman, you don't have like the extra expenses of like you know, buying your own food, like, paying rent, like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're basically just kind of, like, you know, buying some extracurricular things and, <laughs> you know, maybe going out to dinner. Yeah. And that racks up. And I think that's kind of the moment where you realize you're like, oh, things cost act- – it costs money to have fun. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, um Oh, it's it's just like but I, I don't know to some degree like I hate it <laughs> yeah but to some degree like because I do my own groceries and I do my own electric bill and then I pay for like KD stuff too and like I do like having like I feel more like an adult having more financial responsibility yeah I agree yeah and so like it it does suck because then once you know, the dues hit and the amount of food and the rent hits because somehow, somehow, and the well, credit card statement up. comes in, somehow it literally all happens within like a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And I think it's like one of those things where like you will learn to make $2 last for two weeks oh, so yes. fast. You and really like, learn how to stretch your Oh, yeah. Your price, friends. My. Sorry, my parents would always say this to me growing up when I'd ask for like candy or like McDonald's or something. They'd always say, We have food at home. 
Yeah. And I wouldn't understand that because I'd be like, Because I'm like, we don't well, have yes, this food, food at, at home. home. Exactly, but we don't have this food at home. I understand that now. <laughs> yeah, no, I Because now I'm like, I'm not going to spend $10 going out to eat when I already spent $10 on food that I have in my fridge. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. I forget what I was going to say. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, oh, oh, I remember. Yeah, no. Like, it's kind of like, especially when people will try to make plans with you when you're in one of your, your money spouts. It's oh, a dry yeah. little desert. And you're just like, well, I'll go, but we can't do anything. We can't eat anything. We can't pay for anything. Yeah. Um, we can just sit and stare at each other, and that will be good enough for me. <laughs> because that's all I can afford to do. Or we can make a podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. So, to combat these issues, um, these dry spouts, if you will, of lack of financial means. Yeah. Annie and I have had, I've had three jobs on campus so far. I've had two. Yes. And uh, that's got to be the way to go because they're willing to work around your student schedule. Yeah. It's significantly easier. I feel like probably a trade shifts because these other people, like, they're on student schedules, but they're on different student schedules than you. Yeah. So, like, people are kind of more sympathetic, I feel like, than, like, just regular coworkers can be. Mm-hmm. So the first job I had, um, I won't go into too much detail, but I'll just list them. I worked at a coffee shop that was on campus. Um, unless, to be completely honest, unless you've done it at home before, which I feel like a lot of people have been baristas before, um, don't do that. <laughs> because I had never been a barista. I also only worked with registers, so when it was time for employee evaluations, I was like, well, this is going to get real awkward here because I don't know how to do anything. Oh, that's so funny. Um, But I did that. But if you have the experience. Oh, right. I have had three. I forgot about Sweeney's. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, if you have the barista experience, I would encourage you to be a barista on campus because, I don't know, I feel like you make a decent amount of money. The hours are tough. The hours can be tough. Because they'll have those early morning shifts. Yes. I had an early morning shift. Yeah. And it was terrible. Yeah. Uh, on top of the fact that I didn't like the job and I didn't, I barely knew how to do it anyway. Yeah. Um, then I worked as a desk receptionist. I basically let people into their building. Um, I did low-key get fired from that job. Um, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay because I got a new job and I didn't miss a pay period. And that leads us to our current job which is where Addie and I both work, which is at the library. I and I love I my job. I helped you get this. That's contrary. You like hyped me up. I suggested it, and I, they did ask me once if I knew you. And I was like, oh, yeah, she's great. Yeah. And I think I really sold it in the interview. They told me, they're like, you're definitely not a wallflower. And I was like, no, sir. <laughs> I think they liked me. And now I love our job. Yeah. I, I'm convinced we're the only people on campus that like, like their jobs. I love my job. Because I like being DR, I but like, even sometimes like, it's annoying. I, like, genuinely, like, like going. No, I do, too. Like, um, I don't mind going. Well, my job history here on campus, specifically, um, I started at a bookstore. <laughs> um, close <R>. down. <laughs> close She's down gone. Right away. 
Honestly, that job wasn't bad either because, like, nobody really came in after a certain point. And honestly, I love I love books. And so, like, I so love Borky. Oh, stop it. <laughs> so I love being there because if it was calm, like, because obviously it'd be super busy during, like, the beginning and end of the year because people would be either checking stuff out or, like, returning them. And so, but, like, those periods in between, like, it, there'd be no one in there. And so I basically went to like probably. And so I basically literally just like grab a book because it was like literally like they just had books everywhere. Like it was like kind of one of those unorganized bookstores where they just had like piles. And so I just literally go by a pile, grab a book, and like read. Or like they'd have me why they shut down. (laughs) They'd have me put back books back sometimes, and like I don't know. I liked how it smelled in there, too. It was a very peaceful job. And then... It was also really close to where we live. Yeah. Which was was really close. And then it closed down. Um, (laughs) Never... Did they ever, like, technically let you go? Like, they just closed down, never contact you? No, they sent me an email. Oh, okay. They were like, just so you know. (laughs) We diffed. (laughs) Yeah. My second job, then, was at the spirit shop here, which... Again, that job wasn't too bad, but, like, there would be, like, I always worked. First of all, he didn't give me a lot of hours. I don't know. I think that was kind of just based off my availability, but, like. <laughs> it was I, definitely based off of your availability. Well, yeah, because I always have classes, a lot of classes crammed in the day, and so, like, I can only work later, but, like, we would close semi-early. And so, like, um, I just wasn't getting as many hours as I would have liked. And then also the times when I would work it would be super slow and we couldn't have our books or like phones or anything out there. So like, I'd literally just be like standing there and like going crazy cause nothing would be going on. And then a manager would come out and tell me to do something, but everything was already done. And so I ended up quitting that job yes. and that led me to the library, which is where we both currently work. And it's so fun. I love it. We get to read during our shifts. You get to do homework during your shifts, depending I'm, on what again, you're doing. I'm surrounded by books. And so nice. our managers are super cool. They're so We fun. told them about this podcast, so hopefully hopefully this is the episode hopefully they listen to. Hopefully they listen to. and hear our high praise. Yes, because we're, Addie and I are convinced, along with our friend Sierra, that uh, our job is the only job on <laughs> campus that people actually like working at. Yeah. And honestly, I... I might agree. Even the other desk in the library, like, you know, it's nice to work there because you just chill, but, like, you don't have the chats like you do at the, at our desk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Circulation is where it's at. Point is, you might have to try a few campus jobs, but eventually you will find your niche. And we would definitely recommend getting a job. Yes. Get a job. And you have to go. Like, as soon as the school year starts. Yes. Because they fill up so quickly, and they'll stop hiring, like, almost right away. Yes. If not, maybe, like, two months out, because sometimes, like, people, people quit. quit. Yeah. But even um, that is kind of, like... That might be it. Lucky. Yeah. Yes. Point is, get a campus job, and don't be afraid to quit if you don't like it, because oh, you'll yeah. probably find another anyway. I quit the spirit shop before I even had the library lined up. Same. But that's my impulsivity. Anyway. Um, and it's also just great to have your own money because then you have control over what you do and you don't have to rely on your parents or maybe your parents aren't sending you money and it really is just all on you. Then you definitely need a job. Then you really definitely need a job. So, whip. 
Um, I think <laughs> I think another unrealistic expectation that some people have coming into college is that expectation, like, yes, you will find your friend group in college. I can confirm that. But you're definitely not going to find them right away. And I think some people sometimes come in expecting to, like, find their best friends for life as yeah. soon as they start especially like, like if you have a roommate like yeah it's okay if you and your roommate don't necessarily get along i know a lot of people that they literally say three words to like said three words to their freshman roommate like yeah so that's i feel like not i think yeah that's stereotyping biggest... you to be best friends with your roommate you don't yeah so you, and you shouldn't force it no um i think the biggest part of college is realizing and this just isn't isn't even just applicable to like you know freshmen this is like i think applicable to everybody is like when you're in college it kind of feels like everybody is in the same boat as you like even mm-hmm. now like i feel like my life is a mess and then i think about it and i'm like i think everybody's life is a mess right now yeah this is true so it's like when you're a freshman everybody wants friends so nobody well nobody's was, gonna be like no don't talk to me if you like go up and talk to them well you i was gonna I mean? say also like do be prepared to be lonely at first because I, the first two weeks, like, can't relate. Oh, well. <laughs> but I, like I said, here. I had my friends from high school. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't really. Yeah, you didn't. And so I was all on my own. And, like, I obviously had people I talked to. Like, I had my roommates and we would say hi. <laughs> but, like, we didn't really talk, like, the first couple weeks. And so, like, those first two weeks before I started to make, like, real connections, I guess, with my friends, um, you know, it was very lonely. And you, I started to have doubts of dropping out because I didn't. <laughs> dropping out? Well, I wasn't even sure about going to college in the first place. So, then so I, I said, I'm going to go walls to the wall and just drop out. I didn't really want to go at first. And then I got here and I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of, like, not great. And so I was like, well, might as well drop out. But then I was like, well, I'll stick it out for a month. And I'm glad I did because it did get better. You know, but sometimes think, you really got to stick it out. Yeah. The biggest advice I think I can give to any new experience is you get out of it what you put into it. So if you're like going to sit in your dorm room all day and not like yeah. try to put yourself out there, then like people aren't just going to miraculously find you. Yeah. <laughs> like type thing. So you'll attract your people, but you need to put out your your signals you know yeah your well i think that's too like why i joined a sorority you know like just kind of doing what you can to get involved Mm -hmm. and because just finding things to meet new people obviously that doesn't need to be greek life there's so many other opportunities i did do mardi gras mardi gras was awesome mardi gras is basically like a service trip thing so for me i went with like a well actually it was kind of a big group but you're placed into small groups so i was in a group of like four other five other people i think and um we basically went to panama city we drove there from milwaukee and then we um uh we just cleaned up like people who had been affected from the hurricane like fixed up their houses and did whatever we basically whatever they needed us to do whether it was like clearing out their yard or something like that but like i think also too kind of tying this in like getting involved um get involved in things that you actually care about. Yeah. Like, don't just join things to join them. Like, join stuff that you are, like, actually into. Like, I do, like, the volunteering stuff and, like, service stuff. And so Mardi Gras fit for me. And so I found 
people that I liked and that fit with me because I was in something that I was actually into and so were they, you Definitely, know? Definitely, yeah. Versus, like, if I had joined, like, um, I don't know, some, like, movie club. Like, I'm not the <laughs> biggest movie fan, so I probably just would have been kind of awkward and uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I think it's that's a whole huge point of, like, being in college is just kind of finding – like-minded people mm-hmm. or not even necessarily like-minded people but people that you just feel like your personalities go well together yeah so i think along with the idea of like friendship and finding like-minded people to you a lot of people also come into the college experience thinking they're gonna find the love of their lives <laughs> and let me tell you i've been waiting and it's not happened honestly the school doesn't help though just do you remember like all those like meetings or whatever that you would have to do like um like spark and stuff like Mm -hmm. that where like people would stand up and talk and they'd always be like i swear to god there'd be so many more like oh this person got married here they met their husband here they met their future wife here i'm like like even at the spirit shop like i remember people would be like oh like they met this person here like something like that and they fell in love and i'm like (laughs) i'm like it's just not maybe it's me but then again, it's everybody I also know. So yeah, um, I don't think it's me. I think people just are still wanting to explore what's out there, which is totally fine. Which you should. Um, but don't come into college necessarily thinking that you are going to be meeting your soulmate. Yeah. Because to be completely honest, you probably won't be. <laughs> um, however, something you probably will be engaging in is dating apps. um an unfortunate side effect of entertainment yeah i think for girls it's a form of entertainment okay i don't know about boys but for girls you know you like to giggle with your friends about some 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 dumb shit yeah some dumb shit that men say on those (laughs) um but I think, I think that, you know, girls come into this, this experience being like, oh my God, like we're on our own for the first time. Like you're an adult now, you know, Mm -hmm. because you are an adult in, in the real world. But I think girls just don't realize boys haven't gotten there yet. (laughs) Boys are still, you know, they're, they're one, they have one thing on their mind at all times. You know what? It's okay. But just, you know, you need to come into college realizing if you're going to meet the love of your life, you meet the love of your life. But if it doesn't happen, that's also okay. Yeah. This one is kind of funny. And I think this is, so this is more like another stereotype that you'll kind of like see in college and that you'll honestly like face is, um, like different majors oh god or people (laughs) in your own major yeah they're just so different from you well um me and christine are both education majors and (laughs) after having take education having having taken education classes since freshman year i'm not gonna lie ed majors can be really annoying yeah i'm not gonna (laughs) lie they can be honestly dead ass mean like I've met so many like there's kind of you'll realize when you get to college there's kind of stereotype about nursing students too yeah which we have a lot of friends who are in nursing that are just 
the sweetest, sweetest, purest, most selfless people. Mm-hmm. But on the other end of the spectrum, some of the girls that I've met in nursing are so, so rude. The mean girls of high school. Yeah. And I think the mean girls of high school go into two things. Education and nursing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, wait. Actually, no, I disagree. I feel like the high school stereotype that's most likely to go into education is like the class pets yeah oh god they're the worst sometimes it gets so bad for me yes well for example we we're not gonna go into extreme detail about this yeah because this was recent but like students who like really try to kiss up to our professor when like the professor is literally just there and they're like I'm just trying to educate you. If we become friends, that's nice. But like, you know, I'm just trying to do my job and, and go, you know? Mm-hmm. And some professors are just like that. They're not like super, well, this one particular one that I'm basing this example off of, she's super nice. But like, I think in college, you don't have to kiss ass like you do in high school. Like, you can literally just be, like, a human being to the teacher, and they're, like, oh, like, I really enjoy having her in my class. Like, she's insightful. Like, teachers definitely prefer, prefer, like, students who are, like, dedicated to the class and are, like, engaging with the class more so than, like, students who just, like, kiss their ass. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I think also... there's really stereotypes, I think, for every major. Yeah. And I think if you've ever seen, like, um, it's like those Zodiac memes where it's, like, evolved Zodiac sign versus unevolved. I think that's, like, the majors where there's, like, the bad stereotype. And then there's, like, the ones in the major that are, like, the evolved Normal. ones yes. that are, like, really Normal great. Because they're in it for the right reasons. Yeah, totally. Not that, not that necessarily the bad ones are in it for the wrong reasons, but they're just, like the annoying ones of the major. Yeah, they're not the cool cats in the class. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, I think also particularly in our major, I've noticed this, a lot of people go into our major because they think it's easy. Oh, yeah. Um, this is very similar for calm, I would say also. Mm-hmm. And low-key business too. Yeah. Um, there's a stereotype that those are like the easy majors. So a lot of people go into that, those majors for, again, not necessarily the wrong reasons, but just like they don't I maybe want to commit to anything else. Reason. Well, I'm saying they could end up like liking it, but what I'm right, saying but is they like, still went in it for the wrong reason. You shouldn't join a major because you think you think easy. it's easy. You should join yeah. it because you're at least interested in it in some way yeah. or care about it. Yeah, I agree. Otherwise, um, just stay undecided for a while because that's also totally fine. Yeah, I agree. I think lastly a stereotype some people have coming to college is they kind of like almost see college as like their final step into adulthood where like they get here and then it means their life is kind of figured out like they expect to come here and be like like, oh yeah like now my life is together kind of tying everything we've talked about together oh I'm gonna get to college I'm gonna have my friend group they're gonna be my friends for life and I'm going to be in the major that I completely love. And I'm not going to change my major because it's the major that I love, you know. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do, like, a great balance of, like, studying and getting good grades versus, like, going out with my friends and having fun, you know. Yeah. And people, I think, just kind of don't realize how sometimes, like, 
hectic colleges because although yes it's kind of like your final step into it before like official adulthood um it's hectic because you're getting dumped with all these adult responsibilities and you're scrambling to figure out what to do with them yes i think also i've talked to people who are like in their 30s and they've told me they're like once you hit your 30s kind of people expect you to have it figured out they're like Mm -hmm. you know no adult is gonna like think some 20 something has their life together yeah (laughs) because they know that they didn't yeah you know yeah well it's just such a hectic time yeah i think it is it is a very trying time in terms of like um a balance it's a balancing act yeah between like if you want to have like a really active social life but you also like need to obviously do well in your classes and like mm-hmm. in, if you're in a sorority that takes up some of your time yeah right if you are in other clubs so you learn, it's like, all about balance time management and then you also learn again like going back to the financial stuff like how to manage money how, how to, to manage money and like prioritize what you're spending your money on and like how to stretch money how to stretch that two dollars to make it last till your next paycheck if you can yeah but i would say those are skills that you build over time. And I think a lot of people come into college expecting that, Oh, like once I'm put in this situation, I'll know how to do it. Mm -hmm. And like every, again, everything will like work out, which is to some extent true, but you have to realize like, there's a lot of, nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah. Nobody. knows. And you are, you are going to make some mistakes. You're going to have some moments in college that are very humbling. Yeah. Because you're going to be like, wow. I really stooped down that low because I had no idea what I was doing, you know? Yes. Or you will make the wrong choice and you'll be like, wow, I shouldn't do that again. I do kind of regret that, you know, but you live and you learn. And I think that's what college is for (laughs) is just making these mistakes, but having to be almost acceptable because it's like you're in college, you're still learning. Yes. Now's the time to make mistakes because now people still can't really get that mad at you. And also, it's okay to change your major. Yes. Because I I, did it. I just changed my major. Like, literally this summer. Oopsie. (laughs) Oopsie. You know, I think it's definitely worthwhile going to something you're actually interested in. Mm -hmm. Other than, like, because, you know, you can always, the career will kind of fall into place. But if it's not something you ultimately want to be in, then don't study it. Because you're going to have a terrible time studying it. And then you're going to have that as your degree. Yeah. And if you're interested in stuff, but you're like, I'm also interested in my major, take some classes in both. Like, that's the nice thing about college is that you can do that. Or, like, you can research, like, whatever subjects it is or careers it is and kind of be like, well, actually, this one kind of sounds more up my alley than this one, you know? Like, learn. (laughs) Yeah. It's all about having new experiences and meeting new people. Personal growth. Personal growth, baby. Mm-hmm. Self-care. Self-care. Something I'm not. Something we're still trying to figure out. Yes. <laughs> but I think that's going to be the end of this episode. Yeah. We had a lot of topics yeah. that we covered. We covered a wide range. So we hope that you liked listening and that you want to hear more of our voices again in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can follow us at no one asked podcast with periods in between um, all of the words. And we will be back next Tuesday. Yes. All right. Bye-bye.